Welcome to Join Your Circus. I'm your host, Sabrina Urban, and I am so glad you took some time out of your chaos to tune in today. You know, I haven't recorded anything in a little while, and I think it's just because I didn't really know what to say. I created this podcast to bring joy to chaos and to normalize our chaos, but at the same time, right now, I feel like there's so much going on and people are so crazy and chaotic with the turmoil and chaos of this pandemic that I didn't know if I would have anything to say that was great enough to bring any joy to your circus that the small topics and discussions and things that I am passionate about would they mean anything to you right now but as I thought about it I thought about what brings me joy and a lot of times it's the simple things It's looking back at my photos. It's seeing my kids reach a new milestone. It's honestly sometimes my kids finishing a meal. Sometimes if my daughter goes through a day without having an accident, I find so much joy in that. If, you know, just if my, you know, my nearly eight-year-old son can go through a day without throwing an attitude tantrum, there's so many things that I take joy in. So maybe what I have to say will bring you some joy in this time of chaos. So I wanted to come up with something different to talk about. And you know, one thing that I always find interesting is I would love to go back and talk to 2012 me to give her some advice, to sit with her and comfort her and let her know what her life is going to look like, to tell her to calm the heck down to not stress so much. And you know, I thought over and over about the different things that I might say. And there are so many things that I would say to myself that first year I became a mom. I actually wrote a letter to myself, to 2012 me, that I want to share with you today. And I don't know if you've kind of been in this place where you think, oh, if I could go back in time and tell myself something. If you've ever thought about it, while you're home, write yourself a letter. I did, and you know what? It's almost therapeutic. It's kind of good to get some of the things off your chest, to give yourself advice, even though you're past that point. So here we go. Here's a letter I wrote to myself. Enjoy. Dear 2012 me, you don't know it now, but you are incredibly strong. I'm writing this letter eight years in the future, and I want you to know you are going to weather some incredible storms. The coming years will rock you, but you will come out the other side. Your marriage will be rocked to the core, but you will survive hand in hand. You sit there in the hospital bed holding this brand new baby boy. Right now you're feeling completely and utterly terrified that you're gonna screw up this kid. But you won't, I promise. You're going to stress over every single milestone and timeline. But trust me, this boy will do everything on his terms. His big blue eyes that draw you in today will cry many tears over the coming years, as he is a very, very emotional and sensitive little boy. He is passionate about so many things gets very worked up if something isn't going according to his plan. 
This will be a tough thing to navigate when he is six to eight years old. Soak up every single moment with this little boy because this time with only one child is so incredibly precious. Take thousands of photos and videos because one day you will absolutely love watching his videos on YouTube to relive every single one of them. He will obviously roll his eyes and tell you that they're so embarrassing, but he secretly loves watching himself sing and dance in a diaper. Even if it seems insignificant now, he changes so quickly. One day, he's begging you to dance with him. By the way, you're going to have so many dance parties. But one day, he won't want to be silly with you anymore. So embrace every single kitchen dance party. You blink and they are running off down the street mad because you insisted that he needed to wear mitts to school. This little boy who made you a mom will be the most amazing big brother to three bubbly little girls. Yes, you saw that right. I said three girls. Soak that in for a minute, 2012 me. Yeah, that's four kids right there. He is going to be very by the book. He's a rule follower. He keeps everyone in line. After all, he did enter the world on his due date, right on time. Remember how frustrated your husband was when you found out the gender of your baby at the ultrasound? I remember you both agreed to be surprised. He had to buy him a case of beer as a peace offering because you felt so guilty after you found out. When he agreed to let you tell him the gender, his frustration quickly turned into joy as he was absolutely beaming at the idea of having a son. He was so excited to buy him his first pair of skates, he just knew he'd play hockey. You will repeatedly tell him, It's okay if he doesn't want to play hockey. You might be a soccer dad, but secretly you hope for your husband's sanity that he loves hockey just as much as his dad. Don't worry. By the time he turns seven, he is totally hooked, and you register him for his first season of hockey. Brandon takes him skating lots, but he's still got a long way to go. And he gets so frustrated easily that emotional personality just gets the best of him. And he gets down so quickly. He is so stubborn, just like you. By the time the first tryouts roll around, you sit up in the stands and you watch all the other kids skate quickly and skillfully around the ice. Your heart absolutely sinks and you are ready to throw up. Well, Jackson is on the side, clinging to the boards on the rink for dear life. Determined not to quit, but unable to let go of the boards. Your heart is breaking for your little boy. You will think that you've let him down by sending him out there too soon, that he's never going to want to play hockey again. But fast forward six months, and he will be one of the fastest skaters on his team. And hey, he'll even score a few goals for you Don't give up on him, and don't let his emotional stubbornness get in the way of letting him follow through on things. 
There will be days when he comes home from school defeated, as he hasn't made any connections with friends in your new neighborhood. I'm not going to tell you where the new neighborhood is. There's a lot of details in between now and where I am today. I'm going to keep them to myself for a little surprise. Just keep reminding him it takes time to make friends. Be kind and stay weird. That's just a little send-off you're going to say to your kids every morning when they go to school. Right now, you're physically exhausted and sore from a rough delivery. Even (laughs) eight years later, I still remind him that his head was in the 90th percentile. Don't worry. You have a sore back from an epidural. Your emotions are running wild and second-degree tearing. But you do it again tomorrow for this amazing little boy that you're staring at. Your husband works away from home right now, and you're going to easily get lonely. Don't feel too proud to accept the help that's being offered. I know you're always this hardworking superwoman who multitasks like crazy, but a slowdown is necessary. And seriously, don't stress about having the house perfect or five-star meals for your husband when he comes home from two weeks on the road. He is just happy to see you guys. If I could give you a piece of advice right now, I'd say don't rush him to grow up. Let him be little. Enjoy every single adventure that you go on together. Love always, 2020, Sabrina. I'm Sabrina Irvin, and I am the host and creator of Joy in Your Circus. I want to thank you for your support and for continuing to tune in and listen to the episodes as they air. It means so much to me that you take time out of your life to hear a little bit about what I have to say. Now take some time in this crazy world and find some joy in your circus.